Hey, snitches, we're back with chapter seven. Where were we back from? Taking a little break. Oh, you're going to say taking a big shit. <laughs> nope, not this time. Not this time. So, yeah, this is basic snitches. I'm Tara. I'm Adam. I got shorter. <laughs> I'm Adam. And chapter I'm seven. Sorry. I'm Adam. <laughs> My voice is not. No. No. <laughs> And try to even do that. Our voices are literally at the same decibel, I think. Probably. <laughs> and chapter seven is called The Will no. of Albus Dumbledore. Oh, and this is chapter seven of um, Harry Potter of and the Deathly Hollows. Prejudice. <laughs> Harry Potter and Pride and Prejudice <laughs> and Zombies. <laughs> exactly. It is time to acknowledge our patrons, and you too can be acknowledged on every single episode if you go to patreon.com slash basic snitches for as low as $5 a month, plus a ton of extra content every single week, and even more content at our higher $10 Quinn level. Our patrons are Nisi, Nicole, Jen, Olivia, Megan, Mary Beth, Brittany, Brian, and Ashley. Winner and loser. So winner and loser of chapter six. What do you think? If I had to choose a loser, I'd probably say Molly. I don't necessarily think, or, or maybe there is no loser. I know you've done that in the past. The, the winner could be a tie between Hermione and Ron as well. That was a very positive chapter I think we needed, so. So the winner is a tie between Ron and Hermione. Oh, see? I Good love this bitch. job. Well, here's the thing. It would have just been Ron, but since I gave him the win the last chapter, I'm like, we can give it as a tie. Yeah. Ron winning two times in a row would be weird. Well, it happened. It's technically it, still one. Yep, that's true. This is a loser. This is such a cop out. Or is it the ghoul? The loser is Lion Man. In the last yeah. chapter? Yeah, he's going to lose the next chapter too. Yes. Well, Because he's hiding in this fucking office, not doing shit. I guess, I guess. I don't, I, like, I didn't have a good loser, so I was like. Well, and there was no good loser, obviously. Yeah, so, so I was like, mm, I'm going to give him the loss. Fine. Bill Nye the science guy. Mm-hmm. Bill Nye the stupid guy. It's more like it. Not really you, Bill Nye. Uh, Tara sent me an email that says here and there's nothing attached. <laughs> so moving on to our book discussion. <laughs> it's like the longest did thing I've ever thing. written. Are you serious? It might be. No. I think you've written. Oh, maybe not. Oh, <laughs> yep, it scrolled. Uh, yeah, this, this, this is as long as the fucking chapter. So... Past me, every single time, Jerry's like, this is so long. <laughs> this might be the longest thing we've ever had. So uh, It is not the longest thing we've ever had. Buckle in. Chapter 7, The Will of Albus Dumbledore. Harry has a new dream boyfriend. Sorry, Cedric, but the new beau is named Grigorovich. Which is sexy. Harry's sex dream is interrupted <laughs> by Ron and the two of them discussing Quidditch while Harry realizes he is officially a man. That's right. Happy 17th birthday, Harry. No way this year is going to suck like the last 15 years with the Dursleys, right? Ron gives Harry a book for his birthday. Weird. And Mama Weasley gives him a watch. Ashley is probably getting teary-eyed over the cute Harry Molly hug here, but we don't blame her because it's pretty fantastic. Ashley's sobbing. It's fine. (laughs) Hermione gets Harry a new sneakoscope. Fleur's parents get him a razor. Which, when you think about it, is really fucking funny. <laughs> and the twins send Harry a box of new Weasley Wizard. Weasley Wizard Weasley's merch. Pretty swell birthday so far. Then Ginny gives him a big ol' smooch and a boner that is instantly ruined by Ron when Ron decides to come and put his disgusting gingivitis infested <laughs> mouth over it. <laughs> 
Ron gives Harry shit, and apparently a lot more than shit, for trying to keep Ginny safe and accuses him of leading his sister on like he understands relationships all of a sudden. Sadly, Harry gets no more kisses for his birthday. <laughs> you must have read the book that has no sex in it. <laughs> Our versions are different. <laughs> it's a lot of birthday sex. For Harry's big birthday sex, I mean dinner, they are all about to have a nice picnic with a pretty golden snitch cake when suddenly Papa Weasley sends his Patronus to tell everyone he's bringing Lion Man home with him. Tonks and Lupin leave before the minister can see them at the party, and then Arthur and Lion Man are there. Turns out he's there to visit Harry and Ron and Hermione. He just happens to know that Harry and Hermione are at the Weasleys, so they can all talk about Dumble's will together. Surprise everyone, Dumble left y'all some prezzies! When passing Dumbledore's belongings to his three former students, Lion Man does a terrible job interrogating them as to why Dumble would leave them with these items. Our trio are just as confused as he is regarding the why, but accept the gifts and do their best to get this over with as soon as possible. Please take a breath. Because <laughs> we're halfway through. <laughs> Dumble left Harry two gifts! One was the Golden Snitch from his very first Quidditch match. After seven books that include this terribly designed sport, we learn that the first time the Snitches have a pretty cool magical property to confirm who caught it in a close match. Flesh memories! Sounds disgusting. Which may be needed a better name, but whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. After the Ministry gives Harry the Snitch, he also tells them that Dumble tried to leave him with the Sword of Gryffindor, but it wasn't his to leave to Harry, so too bad, kid, you can't have it. As it seems, this will reading is about to wind down. Things get heated, and not in a sexy way, when Scrimmager continues his interrogation as to why Dumble would pass on a sword to Harry. I mean, that's a dick joke right there. Although, when you wrote this, you must have been in heat or something. I'm talking about sex. Harry challenges his methods as the, the minister and calls him out for failing to do anything about Voldy's little cross-country game of tag on the night that Harry left Privet Drive. Ron jumps to defend Harry, but before things can go to awry, the rest of the party bursts in on the four of them. Lion Man leaves in a huff and everyone returns outside to eat dinner and look at Dumble's gifts to the trio. After cake and the happy birthday song... <laughs> <laughs> Did they really sing that? Yeah, they just sing the happy birthday song. But you know it's different in The Wizard. Definitely. Yeah. Have you ever seen those the TikToks of like, singing happy birthday but the only words you say are birthday? No. Anyway, so it's like, birthday, birthday. That's how they sing in The Wizarding World. It's Probably. Canon. Where was I? <laughs> you give me a line and I start, you know. Yeah. After Cake and the Happy Birthday song, the three of them meet in Ron's bedroom for more birthday sex. <laughs> None of them have any fucking clue as to why Dumble left them these things, but when Harry takes out the snitch, <laughs> Harry takes out his dick and reminds them that he didn't actually catch it in the first match, but instead tried to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> they discover that there is some writing on it. <laughs> on his dick? <laughs> I must not tell lies. That's written on his dick. In Dumbledore's handwriting, the words I open at the close give them no more context as to why he left it to Harry than before they found the clue. They turn their attention to the book, The Tales of Beetle the Bard, that Dumbledore had entrusted to Hermione. Turns out these kids' stories that wizards tell their children. Still quite confused about why the fuck the weird old man would leave them these things, the trio go to bed and prepare for a wedding the next day. Well, I'm tired. <laughs> Well, I was really proud of that thing, but... It was know. a good thing. It was very long, but it was very good. 
just like my life. <laughs> so Harry is dreaming of Grigorovich. What um, Cedric say? This is the first time that shows up, right? We Federer has a competitor now. He is mentioned. He is mentioned previously. When? He is mentioned in the fourth book. Oh, when? I'm not going to tell you because this is such a cool reveal. Oh, man. This is the first time she won't spoil me. Is it? I think it is. Because usually I'm like, tell me, tell me, tell me, and you tell me. Okay, I'll tell you who says his name. Okay. Victor Crumb. Oh, that makes sense. They're both from, you know, Latvia. Or whatever. <laughs> so, okay, well, that's good. That there is somewhat of a callback there. So, he wakes up uh, after that sex dream, and it's his birthday. It's his birthday, and Ron's like, why the fuck are you talking about Grigorovich? Cedric would be sad. And that's when Harry's like, Voldemort's looking for him. And that's when he was like, makes me think of Quidditch. Now you know why. Because there's that other Quidditch guy who's like, why can't I say that? Grigorovich is a wand maker. I know. And he made Crumb's wand. Oh, he made crumbs. That's on. why Harry is they're thinking. <laughs> they're yeah, yeah, or the local Latvian somewhere wanted. not here. So that's why Harry thinks of. Oh, you know what? It's not Crumb that says his name. It's Ollivander. Oh, you led me astray. I did, <laughs> because Ollivander does the weighing of the wands in the fourth book. Oh yes, Salami's on a deli scale. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically, and he's like, "This wand, I didn't make this fucking wand." Exactly what he says. <laughs> he picks it up. I didn't make this fucking one. Uh, Grigorovich made this shit. What the hell? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Because okay. obviously Voldemort is looking for wand makers. Because mm-hmm. to... he's like, uh, Ollivander fucking sucks. He didn't answer my question. So here I am, Grigorovich. Yeah. Answer my question. It's his birthday. So we yeah. already talked about this in the last episode <laughs> in your game. But the whole thing where, like, he wakes up and he's like, fuck yeah, and starts doing magic. And he, like, stabs himself in the face with his glasses or some shit like, like that. Like, have you done spells before, young man? Right? Even he's, if they were like, at school? Like, Harry sees the wand lying next to his camp bed, pointed it at the cluttered desk where he left his glasses and said, Akio glasses. Although they were only around a foot away, there was something immensely satisfying about seeing them zoom toward him. At least until they poked him in the eye. And Ron's like, slick. I love it. I mean, it, like, it's that's so... That's exactly, that's what every fucking buddy exactly, would do. Exactly. 100%. Like you said, Ron gives him a book, but it's like a girl book. Like, yeah. how to, how to, how charm to fuck witches. girls. <laughs> and Harry's like, you think I need your advice on how to fuck girls, Ron? How to fuck girls by <laughs> Gilderoy Lockshart. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, Ron's been, like, wooing Hermione with that book, and then he's like, Fuck, this is by Gilderoy Lockhart? <laughs> yeah, seriously. He'd be so Here's mad thing, at If it was by Gilderoy Lockhart, it would work on Hermione. Wait, also, Hermione like, loves it. That's probably the only book he could actually write by him fucking self. You yeah. know, he stole everyone else's ideas, but... Yeah, bitch, we know you know how to charm girls. Yeah, well, he knows how to charm girls. We don't know if he knows how to fuck them. No, 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 no. I don't either, so... Who knows? I thought that was really funny. It was like, let's bring it back from the magic a little bit. It's those still teenagers. It's not all about wand work. Yeah, you also have to tickle your balls sometimes, too. (laughs) Ginny makes out with him, right? Yes, well, first Harry gets a watch. Oh, yeah, a watch that is like, this is what all the 17-year-olds get. Yes. 
And she gave him her brother's watch, I think. Oh, yes. And I think, like, in a way, Harry liked it even more. Mm -hmm. Because this was one of her brothers that, like, died in the first war. Yes. And, like, Ron's was new. And she was like, I'm sorry we didn't get you this. And, like, Harry's like, no, this is fucking great. I think, like, he almost appreciates it more. Like, it means a little bit more. Which is kind of cool. Like, yeah. Sometimes old things are... Yeah. Cool. And sometimes they and the, smell bad. Right. This is the paragraph. where she, So she's telling him that, was my brother Fabian, so he wasn't terribly careful with his possessions. It's a bit dented in the back. She starts talking to him. And then this is the paragraph that I was talking about. Her actually is crying. The rest of her speech was lost. Harry had got up and hugged her. He tried to put a lot of unsaid things into the hug. And perhaps she understood them. Because she patted his cheek clumsily when he released her. Oh, she totally understood them. Are you kidding me? And even when we call out Molly for some of her bullshit, she still is giving wonder, off that mom energy. So. Like, when they leave, which is, you know, pretty much the next chapter, I really wonder, like, how Molly is thinking about everything. But she has Ginny, and she has Arthur, and she has Bill and Fleur, kind of, because they're going to go off. And fuck at Shell Cottage. You know, but she got the twins that she talks to or whatever. But, like, it's really just, at this point, her and Arthur. Yeah. And Ginny's off in her last year at Hogwarts until she can't go back. This is a lot for her. It's empty nest syndrome. And, like, when you have seven kids, it's probably, like, holy shit. shit. Yeah. Well, she's going to start having grandbabies. Yep. Because, like you said, Shell Cottage is going to get steamy. Sex cottage, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So then Ginny's like, okay, come here, big boy. And they go up and they make out. Can we just talk about, like, Ron being, like... Barging into his sister's bedroom? Come on, my dude. Very rude. Also, though, like, Ginny totally instigated this. Like, I get what Ron being, like, you know, like, her heart was broken and she was sad... This has nothing to, to fucking do with you, well, Ron. Well, and I kind of feel for Ginny because it's of course like, she totally understands why they ha- are like on this break. This is something that we know that she's wanted for a long time, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, so I kind of feel for it and stuff, but it doesn't give Ron any right. Ron, let the girl like fucking make out with him. It's her bedroom. It's her bedroom, and give she's the privacy. most experienced one out of all of you. If anyone is like, I can totally make out with this guy, and it's not a big deal, that's Ginny. So, GTFO, Ron. I think I think Ginny has her wits about it. Like, yeah, she had to have her moments after it happened, because of course, like, that's sad. You finally get to be with the boy you wanted to be with, and then he's like, you know what, Um, to keep you safe, we shouldn't be together. And she's like, well, I'm still going to be sad about it, because human emotions are real. And now she's like, well, here you are in my house, and it's your birthday, and I'm going to make out with you, because I can do that. And this is my bedroom until my fucking brother runs in here and ruins everything. Well, it's still her bedroom even after that. But right? Like, yeah. And there's a little bit of Harry overthinking here, too, once again. About, what? Harry overthinking? Like, I wish that things weren't so finite sometimes with Harry. Like, there's almost this exception of, like, well, this is just how life is now. It's like, once we move through this and whatnot. Well, I don't think Harry ever thought he would live through this probably one reason why it's very finite for him. You're about to go destroy some horcruxes. You need to get yourself some confidence. <laughs> Charlie arrives. Fuck yeah, Charlie! And Molly's like, uh, you need a haircut. Adult son of mine who no longer lives in my house and forces it upon Uh-uh, hate So it. like, I'm sorry, we just had a lovely Molly moment. We all love Molly, but this is Not crossing okay. a boundary. This is why 
everybody must be creating boundaries with their family and especially their parents. Mm, no, 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 hair, no. Bitch. The, I would be like, okay, you cut this hair, I will just ruin this wedding. I do not right? care. I'd be pissed. And then it's time for more birthday celebrations. Hagrid is there. Hagrid is there. But his gift is fucking cool. Uh, so cool. It's a, like a drawstring bag that the only person who can take whatever is in that bag out is the owner. Yes. So eventually he puts things like the mirror shard and the locket and stuff in there and stuff mm. like that. Very, very cool. The usage of magical bags in this book is 10 out of 10. Love a magical bag. I love magical bag. <laughs> uh-huh. Love magical bag. That's also when we learn that Norbert, or Norber- Norberta rather, is a trans icon. <laughs> yes. Love how Charlie's just like, oh, Hagrid, Norbert is a girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think I read somewhere that dragons don't have gender, so... So they're non-binary. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, well, at least dra- or intersex. They're intersex. Dra- dragons in George R. R. Martin's Game of Thrones. They do not have gender. I thought you were about to say dragons in Georgia. I was like, uh, who's, <laughs> uh, where the country or the state? Where are dragons all of a sudden? There's also a little bit of this like innocent moment with Hagrid where he's like, oh, when you're back, it's like, y'all, mm. come on, Hagrid. Right. Like, Why is no one thinking about well, it when they're like, Harry, you should go back to school? Here's the thing. Hagrid is Hagrid. Right. Of course Hagrid is thinking like this. But Molly, Molly shouldn't know better. Right. But he's got baby unicorns. So all those girlies are going to be happy. They're going to be, they love the unicorns. I hope Grubbly Plank helps him a little bit with those. Grubbly Plank is absolutely like waiting the wings in the background or something. Because she's like, Hagrid's going to fuck up again. So here I am. Yes. And I know there are baby unicorns, so I'm ready. <laughs> I know about them. So, and yeah, they're getting ready to have this party. They kind of pulled out all the stops at the last minute. There's this giant, amazing snitch cake, which right. has got to be amazing to see. There's also, like, decorations and stuff. Like, there's yeah. floating decorations or something, right? Yeah, because they're wizards and they just do cool shit. Of course. Also, the fact that Fleur's parents got him something, and the fact that it's a razor, I think, is really fucking funny. Good on them, man. We haven't really talked too much about the parents. We I talked like about them. Gabrielle. Yeah. Of course, Madame Delacour is, like, a tall, beautiful Vila lady. Yeah, she's gorgeous. And I absolutely fucking love that her husband is the fucking opposite. Right? He's a short, I love little, chubby it. man and I'm with like, headwig on his shoulder and a goatee. With a BFF that's an owl. Yes. And they're like, we have never met you in our life. Here, have a razor. Right? 10 out of 10. I, feel, I just feel like Flora's family are good peeps. 1,000 fucking percent. Yes. Are you, like, they are painted in such a good light. And it's like, this only furthers... Actually, let me back up. If you don't think at this point that Flurry's a bad bitch, you're wrong. Yes, she had took a journey to get here, but she we're was, here, guys. She was young, girl. Yep. Yeah. Young, girl. Younger. Girl. <laughs> girl. <laughs> ten out of ten. Delacour's Quince. Love them. Quinn family. Love them. Yeah. Couldn't move forward without that. Because, like, when he comes downstairs, there's a pile of presents. And he's like, how many are there? <laughs> 36. Counted them myself, is what Molly says. 36 last year! I had, well, last year I had, like, probably five or something. So thanks. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. It's like, sorry, I was missing my cousin Dudley for a minute. I lost my brain. You know, back out. That was a missed opportunity. I'm sorry. <laughs> he comes downstairs and there's a... <laughs> Help me out there! 
come on. Last year. That would have been so fucking funny. But the person who wrote these books doesn't have a sense of humor. So. You know what? I feel like on the set of this movie, they probably fucked around and said shit like this all the <laughs> they time. They probably did. They probably got to the scene and Daniel Radcliffe was like, well, you know, if they'd only kept in the scene that we recorded <laughs> yeah. with Harry Melling as Dudley, this would be even funnier. Also, put fucking Monsieur and Madame Delacour on the list of who would have been played them if they were in the movie. Oh, yes. Because doing- those are some fun characters to figure that out. Right? We're doing it. In reality, I would have played Madame Delacour and you would have played Monsieur Delacour. Yep. I'm sure to have a good tea. Margarita Throat and Margarita whatever name I gave you. <laughs> okay, back to the actual book. Let's, let's bring ourselves back. And then uh, fucking Bill Nye the Science Guy shows up. Bill Weasley's, not Bill, Arthur Weasley's Patronus is a weasel. It's a weasel. Which is very apropos considering his last name. Glad that the author was creative. Yeah. What would Arthur Weasley's Patronus be? Hmm. Hmm. And then sure enough... Kangaroo. He, okay. <laughs> and sure enough, he fucking party crashes. <laughs> and he's like, I need to see you three in my office. <laughs> their like, office is the living you? room. <laughs> I'll come to my office. And then this is where the real meat of the chapter comes in. Oh my god. Can we just start off with Hermione being like, I'm sorry, Um, it took you a whole fucking month exactly. to come here? Exactly. Exactly. Like, th- Hermione knows everything. She's like, well, wizard law is this, you dumb fucker. 100%. Like, she's amazing. This is why it took a month, because you guys were confiscating it, because you guys thought that his stuff was Had dark all these materials secrets. or whatever. They were, they were trying to figure out what the fuck Dumbledore's about. Have you learned nothing yet? Right? Remember that time that Dumbledore fucking owned y'all and disappeared in the middle of literally being arrested? Well, technically, Bill Nye the Science Guy was still producing his own television show right. he was in the minister yeah but like he did work for the ministry had a, yeah. well yeah and he still had a whole year as the minister to actually like learn some of this stuff nothing has changed at all i mean we talked about in the last book how the daily prophet isn't publishing things get your shit together and eventually i'm just gonna talk about it now yeah after the bequeathing of these gifts Harry calls him out and is like, I see that you're still not reporting on people in Askman and stuff. What your focus is, is looking at these like garden variety ordinary objects and wondering right. why Dumbledore would give them to three students. Students. Because after every single thing, oh no, why would he do that? Why would yeah, he do it's, that? He's like the world's worst interrogator. Yeah. He's and so dumb. It comes off as so patronizing. Oh, I see that your birthday cake is giant snitch. Now, what does why that, would that mean? Be? Uh, why do you think And Hermione's like, fucker? I don't know, because maybe he's a fucking good Quidditch player, you asshat. Like, she's, like, they are so yeah. amazing. And I was like, this is the Minister of Magic, and they are so done, and I am well, here for it. And, like, especially Harry, he's talked back to him multiple times now. Fucking do your job. So... At the end where he's the Minister of Magic is like, I'm the Minister of Magic. How dare you talk to me like that? Dude, this is time yeah. number three. Three Harry's straight like, you earn some fucking respect. Yeah, yeah. That too. He's like, I deserve respect. Yeah, you need to earn your respect. Yeah. Sir. All of that is great. But now let's focus on the gifts. Oh, yeah. So the first one is... Harry, Ron and Hermione get gifts on Harry's birthday. Yes. So Harry's like, all right. I mean, I'll share with you because I got 36. I got 30, 30, 30. This is 37. This is 37. 
He would have had 38 semantics. Braun gets the deluminator. Yes, now... Or the put-outer, as it's called in the The put-outer. Obviously, the other gifts, we know, and we'll get into, like, the reason for them. I do not remember if Ron getting the deluminator has anything very specific to Horcrux hunting. To completely, like, lay all of this out on the table as far as Ron's storyline in this book, you know, he gets this deluminator from Dumbledore and when he leaves he is able to find them when he comes back using the deluminator because he's able to hear Hermione's voice through it or something there's a really lovely moment between he and Harry because he says to Harry Dumbledore must have always thought that I'd leave and then Harry says no he always knew you'd want to come back because cute BFF shit but, like, I don't know that it does anything other than just, like, help guide Ron back. We just didn't know what else to give Ron in that moment. Interesting. I think you described it very well, because I guess I kind of forgot that it has more than just, like, putting out lights. Well, because that's all that they know it does until yeah. that moment. Until that happens. What that made me think of is, last weekend I saw the Haunted Mansion movie. movie. Yes! I haven't seen that. I want to see it. It's very good. I love The Haunted Mansion. I don't know how much I've talked about it on this podcast, <laughs> but it's much better. The one with like Tiffany Haddish and Rosario Dawson and all of them. Much better than the Eddie Murphy one from a few years ago. That was a little <laughs> bit more goofy. There's a moment where they are basically having a seance and they're trying to like like speak to the spirits and kind of have their soul leave their body and go to the other side. Okay. And the one character does it, and, like, if you know anything about, like, the Madame Leota scene in the Haunted Mansion, she says something about ringing the bell. And if you ring the bell, that'll help your spirit come back and find your body again. That's what that made me think of. Obviously, that has, I don't think, any, like, actual, like, witchy properties. Right. But it's interesting. Perhaps there's something to that. Because the other ones are so very specifically focused on, like, the plot of this book and Horcrux hunting. Because what Hermione gets, of course, is the tale of Beetle the Bard. (laughs) And in that book is the story of the Deathly Hallows and the Peveril Brothers. Right, which we don't get that till later, but Dumbledore absolutely left her this for this reason. Yes, because obviously we know where the cloak is. The stone is obviously in that snitch. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. Wait, who He knows put that? it there. Dumbledore. Dumbledore, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, who's he? <laughs> Mayor Harry knows that? He was like, yes. <laughs> Dumbledore, he was going to put a pretty rock in this. <laughs> and then... Dumbledore knows where all of them are. Horcruxes are? No, the oh, hollows. The, oh, the, yes, the hollows. Yes, yes, yes. Because he's like, I'm going to... Because he I'm had gonna, the wand. He has the wand. He knows well, that Harry's... Oh, <laughs> well, right now he has the wand. Yeah. His, his body has the wand. <laughs> yes. But he knows that Harry's cloak is the cloak. Yeah. And... So yeah. I'm peeing in a glass. <laughs> Give me your glass so I can pee in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's me, um... What is this sound? <laughs> this is me screwing my dick back <laughs> Now that we've taken care of that. And then the sort of Gryffindor, of course, that is the Horcrux killer. As I was reading this, I was like silently screaming at the book, like, that's the Horcrux killer! Like, that's why. 
<laughs> but of course, uh, he's like, well, I don't have the Sword of Gryffindor because that doesn't belong to you. It's mm-hmm. an artifact. And when we get to the movie, which I have some, you know, Close good thoughts about the movie. Technically, Bill Nye the Science Guy is correct. It's a historic thing. Here's my thought. Is that when Dumble was doing this, he was like, I'm going to die soon. My hand is becoming crispier by the day. Here's what I'm going to give to them. I'm also going to say that I want Harry to have the sort of Gryffindor. They're never going to give it to him, but that's like the hint. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's like, the Sword of Gryffindor is an important historical artifact. Hold on. Okay, we've got Frederick, we've got Gorovich, and whatever you just said. Are you a seal or a dog? Question not answered. You're not answering that one. Um... It's okay if you want to be a dog. You want to be a dog, I know it. <laughs> I'm not a good swimmer. I want to be a better dog. <laughs> okay, that made me think of, like, it's something from SNL from back in the day. When they're doing, like, synchronized swimming. And he's like, I'm not a good swimmer. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And that is, if you know what I'm talking about, good. But, mm-hmm. okay, anyways, I'm sorry. But this is such a great exchange between Lion Man and, and Hermione. Because he's like, yeah, it actually belongs to, and then Hermione's like, uh, it belongs to Harry, bitch. It chose him. <laughs> he was the one who found it. It came to him out of the sorting hat. And he says, according to reliable historical resources, the sword may present itself to any worthy Gryffindor, says Scrimgower. That does not make it the exclusive property of Mr. Potter. Whatever Dumbledore may have decided. And then he's like, why do you think? <laughs> I just, and Harry's like, I don't know. Dumbledore wanted me to have a sword. I don't know. Is this a critical thinking class? Is that like normal shit that goes down when you read someone well? Um, to Seriously. to my daughter, I leave my I convertible. My why do you? Why do you now, think why do you... she would leave you? This yeah. thing? Like, yes, exactly. Like, oh shut God. the fuck up and yeah. just give me my shit. Exactly. You like something <laughs> me all bad. I didn't even think about that. But like, you're so right. Well, now I will say, like, I think he's right about the sort of Gryffindor. I've kind I of on that. I, but, I think he is too. I think I think you're right. I think thing. Dumbledore left it as a hint. Yeah. You know what? It's none of your fucking business. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think Harry's like, I don't know, he wanted me to have a sword? Maybe he thought it would look good on my wall. Yeah, I like that he said that. Well, we all know that Dumbledore loves swords, especially polishing them. Mm-hmm. So I suppose he gave this to me because he was like, Harry. If I live long enough for you to be of age, I'd love to polish your sword as well. Oh That's what oh, he no, should have no. said. Oh. That's what he should have said. And then, and then Scrimgar would have been like, why do you think? Yeah, it's just, it's a lot of sassiness here between the kids and I fucking love it. Well, yeah, I, this guy is just so fucking out of line and stuff. The fact that he crashes a party for it. We'll talk about the movie again, because I think the movie does a really good job with this scene. But... The fact that he's just like, easily, I'm just going to show up at your house in the middle of this party and... Right, and it's not like Arthur can be like, no, to the Minister of fucking Magic. Mm. What, did did you had a a moment in your schedule of like, crying into your pensive in your fucking office or whatever? Right. To go and annoy a child on his birthday. Well, he's not a child anymore. Annoy a man on his birthday. Right. He's a man now. He's a man now. (laughs) I love that in your thing. So... (laughs) They raise their voices high enough so that everyone can come in, and they beat the Minister of Magic to death. (laughs) 
And that's the next death that happens in this book. I mean, it is the next death that happens in this book. <laughs> <laughs> Add it to the list. <laughs> oh, God. It just happens in the next chapter. Too bad it didn't happen by the beating of the Weasley family. <laughs> and I'm the sure, Delacours. I, I feel like he probably would have rather died that way. You know that, Mr. Delacour. Right? Like, he was the one who dealt the fatal blow. But like I said, Harry does call him out and everything. So, Bill Nye the Science Guy is on his way... And then this is where they talk about the, what's it called? The flesh memory. Yes. Gross. And yeah. how we just learn about that now. This yeah. is not something that they Exactly. Ever told that us. was my fucking point. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, because here's the thing is it's actually a really, really smart bit of magic. So, you know, if like two people grab the snitch, like it's going to be like this person grabbed it first. Yeah. That's the whole fucking point, which is a really smart idea of what calling the flesh memory is gross. And two, we don't even give a shit about Quidditch in this book. We had six books yeah. of giving a shit about Quidditch. And now it's like, oh, by the way, they do okay. this. <laughs> Since we missed it in other, other books. But, um, so yeah, when he gives him this, so it well, says... Well, can I also say, I did not know that a snitch also could open up. I don't think they've ever made that clear. No. That well, they a... never said that. Like, this is when we learned that. Yeah. So he says, this was actually before the sort of Gryffindor. He said, I noticed, you know, the whole thing about his birthday cake and Hermione's like, oh, it couldn't be that because Harry is a good No, it's because he loves giant golden balls. Right? And then he, she says, there must be a secret message from Dumbledore hidden in the icing. And he said, I don't think there's anything hidden in the icing, but a snitch would be a good hiding place for a small object. You know why, I'm sure. And Harry doesn't fucking know, because he's Harry. But Hermione, who doesn't give a shit about Quidditch, still knows shit. And she says, because snitches have flesh memories. <laughs> and neither, Ron also didn't know this. <laughs> well, is... Ron, no. <laughs> yeah, but Ron grew up, like, loving Quidditch and stuff. Right? It's just wild to me. My brain is still racking for, like, more jokes about the flesh memory thing. Like, right. come on. Like, that is what you decided to call it. But, I mean, to your point, it's it's a very interesting use of magic. Yeah. So, Harry also doesn't realize the flesh memory thing either, right? It's no. Hermione. And this, yeah, but I love the part... Um, like, afterward? Yeah, he's like, oh, maybe you know what the snitch contains, and Harry is like, no. So, he takes it, and then he, like, looks at him, and, and he says nothing happened. As Harry's fingers closed around the snitch, its tired wings fluttered and were still. Scrimgower, Ron, and Hermione continued to gaze avidly at the now partially concealed ball, as if hoping it might transform in some way. That was dramatic, said Harry coolly. <laughs> yeah. The sass of this the chapter sass. is so good. Well, and later on then, where they're like, well, if you recall, I deep-throated the fuck out of those. <laughs> right? And so, so actually, uh, oh, look, there's writing here. I open at the close. <laughs> Once again, this is a question I always like to ask. If you're reading this the first time, and you see I open at the close, what do you think? I remember being like, what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. I remember trying to figure it out and like literally thinking about it all the way to the end. When I finally got that answer in like the fourth to last chapter of the book, I was like thinking about it every chapter. I'm like, I want to know what that means. I want to know what that means. I love little details like that, where they come up and you're like, okay, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? Especially if it's something that isn't, like, baked into the plot. Mm -hmm. I guess my thought, taking a step back, I would be like, I open the close. Maybe it's going to have something to do with the end of the book. The close of the book. Close mm -hmm. of the story. Something like that. But other than that, the only thing that I can think of is, like, this Chamber of Secrets has opened. 
obviously it has nothing yeah. to do with the Chamber of Secrets, but something like that, you know, where have we heard this sort of language before? Oh, yeah. See, so, and my brain was just like, oh, this is a riddle that I can't figure out. A Tom riddle? A Tom riddle. <laughs> <laughs> so, also at this point, we don't know anything about Deadly Hallows. It's really starting to feed those clues. And to your point earlier, I was almost like, oop, is this where we're going to hear the name of the book? But we aren't quite there yet. I this also is the wanna... latest, I think, in the, in the series that we hear the name of the book. Really? Even uh, Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah, we, we don't hear what the Deathly Hollows are until... Mm, like halfway? Or later? That's shocking to me. It is chapter 22. There aren't even 22 chapters in the first book. <laughs> oh my god, okay, fair. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's the latest. Wow, that is wild to me since we're, like, starting those seeds now, you know? The only other thing that I really even have to say about the entire chapter, I think, is, like, when they're talking about Tales of the Beetle Bard, Ron is like, ah, oh, yes, all these lovely fucking children's tales that I remember from a child. Like, Cupcake Bitch and the Elf That Killed Her, <laughs> etc. Um, Hinkledee, Dinkledee, Poggledee, Poo, and all these other things. <laughs> One of them, Harry or Hermione, is like, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs or Cinderella, and Ron is like, is that a disease? I'm like, holy fucking <laughs> Back to what you said about the sass in this book. I don't oh necessarily know if that was God. sass, but I'm like, I that's think, fucking funny. Okay. I, think, I think Ron literally had no fucking idea. It's so funny because I love the joke of, like, Ron knowing a thing that Hermione didn't know. Mm. And Hermione's like, well, Harry and I were raised by muggles, so we had real childhood stories, you know, about princesses and wharves and shit what the fuck is a babbity rabbity like yeah you know i think i have the official tales of beetle the bard or whatever i've never read it i I should read it did read it once and i enjoyed it it was fun the best story in there is the tale of three brothers though yeah yeah i mean something that you can like actually like bring back to the real canon if you will yeah because basically it's like it's trying to be aesop's fables and like all of the good fables are already written sorry Shitty author. I just remember that one with the fox and the grapes and the crow. Right? For some reason, that I is do the one that too. I remember. Yes. Anyways. I do love the end of this chapter. It's a nice little, like, chuckle when they hear people, they hear sounds, and Ron says, oh, it's probably just Charlie sneaking off to regrow his hair, which oh. I hope it is. And then Hermione says, all the same, we should get to bed. It wouldn't do to oversleep tomorrow. And then Ron... No, agreed, Ron. A brutal triple murder by the bridegroom's mother might put a damper I on know. the I know. Oh, my God. I'm like, yes. Bring it back. Bring it Bring back. Bring it back. Nice yeah. humor. And then he clicks off the deluminator. Yeah. Come on. If the movie would have done it just like that, that is, oh like, my God. perfect. Right? That little scene end. That's, like, such a good scene end. Yeah. I have to say, these two... So, obviously, we did Chapter 6 and Chapter 7 today when recording. These two went great together. Great, because the next two chapters are wild. Yeah, we're back to, like, dark shit. Yeah. Well, before we get to the dark shit, let's play a game. Okay, let's play a game. And we're going to play 20 questions. Jesus. And we're going to do characters mentioned in this chapter. Okay. All right. They're mentioned in this chapter, so they're not physically in this chapter. They might be physically in this chapter as well. How many are there? Five. Jesus. Uh, One of them is actually in this chapter. I'll give you that. One of them. Yeah. We're going to start with the first one on my list. Ask away. Okay. 
Is this person in the chapter? No. As in, like, they're mentioned. That's what yeah. you're asking. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they're mentioned. Yes. Okay. Is this person a bad guy? No. Is this person dead? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> they mu- Well, right, right now, no. I don't think that right now they are dead. Okay. Is this person male? Yes. Does this person die later in this book? I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Perhaps? I don't know. Uh, Sorry. Um, is this person in any other book in this series? Uh, yeah. He's mentioned in another book in this series. Is this person Gregor? Yes! I, that was a massive <laughs> hint, but I'm like, I feel like you, you would appreciate it. Does he die in this book? Yes. Yes, he does. Awesome. But okay, he's cool. not dead yet. Good. I was correct. Next. Is this person physically in this chapter? No. Is this person male? No. Is this person a bad guy? No. Is this person alive? I don't know. I literally, I have no way of knowing. Is this person in any other books in the series? They are mentioned in another book in the series. So he's not a bad guy. Not a bad guy. We don't know if this person is alive. I not. would assume they're probably alive, but I have no idea. Is this person related to the Weasleys? No. Is this person... Maybe ask about like what they have done. Like, what is what is their career? What have they done with their life? Things like that. Ask me a question. You, you've only asked me five questions, so... This is a woman. Yep. We don't know if they're alive. We don't know that we're alive. I would assume that they are alive. Maybe ask about, like, what scene they show up in. But they're not physically in this chapter. They're not chapter. physically in the... Well, are they yeah. in the first book? No. Are they in the second book? No. Are they in the third book? No. Are they in the fourth book? No. Are they in the fifth book? Nope, you just wasted five questions. I don't care. Are they in the sixth book? Yes. Are they a wizard? You already know that they are female. Are they magical? Yes, that's what I mean. Yes. The face you're making is very funny right now. (laughs) I wish I could take a picture. (laughs) It looked like a fish. Oh, well, that's what I do. How many questions do I have left? Eight. Oh, wow, okay. I usually don't even, like, count the questions. I'm just like, 20 questions, I'll let you go. Am I even going to come up with this person? I don't know. I would ask about what scene in this chapter they show up in. Because I think once you know where they are mentioned, that will help. I literally cannot think of a single fucking person mentioned in this chapter. Okay. That is not physically Do you want me to tell chapter. you who it is? Yes. Wenig Jones. When who? the fuck is she mentioned? When they are making out. In Ginny's room, oh, there's, she's, a there's a poster of Glennie Jones. Oh, there's a poster of her. That's a really good one. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, number three. Is this person physically in this chapter? Yes. No. No, they're not. Oh, my God. Sorry. I was ready for you to ask a question that you already did, and I got really excited and said yes. Is this person alive? Yes. Is this person magical? Yes. Is this person female? Yes. But they're not physically in the chapter. Let me also give you another hint. They're not a person. Is this character a magical creature? Yes. Is this character Norbert? Duh. I was about to say no, and then you added the uh. Yes. That's why I said, when you were like, is this person? I was like, yes. Mm, mustache twill, mustache twill. All right, two more. Jesus Christ. Two more? Yeah, there were five, and you guessed three people. Oh, okay. Two people and a dragon. Where do you put my wine? It's in it's my <laughs> fucking hand. It's in my hand. It's okay. in his hand. Okay. Uh, is this person physically in this chapter? Nope. Jesus Christ. Is 
this person magical? Yes. Was this person male? No. Is this person alive? Yes. Yes, was this person in another book? Yes. Is this person in the sixth book? Yes. Is this person good? Yes. You know, you could also ask me things like, are they part of the order? Are they a student? Are they a professor? Are they... Oh, I know. I'm just trying to see how those questions would give me the answer that I'm looking for. One of those questions would help. Cool. Is this person a student? Yes. Is this person in Dumbledore's army? Ooh, were they in Dumbledore's army? I don't know. I feel like there's someone who would be in Dumbledore's army, even if they weren't. I cannot remember if this person specifically was in Dumbledore's army or not, though. So this person in Harry's class? Yes. Is this purple girlfriend? Yes! Yes! You got one! Yes! Is this the first one I got? <laughs> well, you did get Norberta. You also did get Gregorovich, but I made it very obvious. Congratulations, you have one more person to guess. <laughs> <laughs> I also really like that you did not call her Lavender Brown. <laughs> I know my no job. No wants to be brown, girlfriend. <laughs> Your name is two colors. <laughs> Don't trust them. It's like if you have two first names. <laughs> Your name is two colors. Okay, last person. Last person. Is this person physically in the chapter? Yes! The only one that is on this list, yeah. Is this person a Weasley? Nope. Is this person annoying? Yes. Is this person Lion Man? Yes. I really wish you would have asked, does this person have an educational TV show? <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. <laughs> so speaking of Lion Man, as you like to call him, he is so much easier to not hate in the yes. movie. Because it's Bill Nye. It's Bill Nye the science guy. I love him. I wouldn't go that far, but... I love Bill Nye, the actor. I don't know what else he's in. You know British things. You've never seen Love Actually? No! Oh! I, you've asked this so many Peggy times. Peggy is going to be so I do not care to watch it. It's I, like Everyone's like, it's a Christmas movie. No. It's fun. You have to watch it with me and Peggy, though, and get drunk. You're probably right. You <laughs> and Peggy in particular yes. are probably correct. I'm texting her right now and telling her. Okay. I give consent. <laughs> in the movie, basically, they're raising the tent for the wedding. So, fuck Harry's birthday. Nobody cares about that. Right? Also, I don't know if I said this when we were doing the book, but that kissing scene... That happened in the sixth movie, right before the house burned down. Right. That, it should have been displaced here. Personally. Right. Arthur is there, helping to raise the tent. So Bill Nye the Science Guy just waltzes right through a field and is like, hello. He looks really cool. Yeah, I know. You were like, look at him. He's so majestic. I was like, okay. I didn't say he looked majestic. I thought he looked really cool. They did the same thing. And I said this when we, when we did the first chapter. What, like, th- how they filmed Snape. And just like the and how is no matter what you've seen the things of like normal people walking through Hogwarts, <laughs> snakes walking through and his it's like <laughs> billowing behind it. It took them like seven movies to be like, oh right, that can look really fucking cool when you like film them from behind with their fucking wizard capes. Yes, it's like they remembered that when they made it to the fucking seventh <laughs> Finally, movie. Finally, they got there. They're like, we're gonna do that with everyone. The only person who's done it thus far, Severus Snape. Someone else is allowed to do it too. Yes. <laughs> So they're sitting there. There's honestly not a lot of tension at all. It's just very much like, to Ronald Weasley. Oh, by the way, impromptu quiz. What is Ron's middle name? Billius. Yes. What is Hermione's middle name? Jean. Yes. 
What is Harry's middle name? I don't know, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billius was the big one. I was no. like, what the fuck is that? Billius? Remember in the third book where he says his cousin or uncle Billius saw Grimm and died? Oh, and they said that's what my middle name is. I'm named after my, co- oh, my uncle Billius. And Hermione was um, named after her aunt, Jean Brennan. Jean Brennan. <laughs> Which is awkward because Jean knows how to talk like Ron. You would think it would be the opposite. <laughs> But yeah, they basically, he's just saying, you get the Deluminator, etc. There's maybe like a twinge of tension when he actually gives him the snitch. He like hands it to him with a handkerchief and stuff. Doesn't really do much. And then of course there's the fourth bequeathment and that is the sword. And that pretty much goes about as it is. Like, Ex- it belongs to Harry. Yeah, except in the movie, he says that the Sword of Gryffindor is missing. That is right. And that is not in the book. Yeah, that is interesting that they It's it very there. interesting that they made that choice, that the sword was missing. Don't understand why, but maybe that will come clear as we continue watching. Well, at some point, it's missing in the book, right? Like, do they realize that it's missing in the book? No. Hmm. That's part of the whole plot with Griffhook, is that the real one was one that Harry... The goblins got yeah. the real one or whatever. Well, no, the real one is the one that Harry and Ron pulled from the puddle. Right. And then there's the fake. And I believe Snape The puddle? Is, the puddle. <laughs> you called that lake a puddle? It's like, it's like a, a little lake. <laughs> okay, that lake is not a kitten, like you like just do sometimes. It's, it's a, a fucking lake. lake. Calm your ass But down. like, I think that Snape is the one that switches them. Oh, yeah, because his doe and shit is in the woods. His doe, Patronus. His doe is in the woods. Whatever, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. Truly, when it comes to that moment where Hermione's like, it belongs to Harry. And he's like, well, it's an artifact. Dumbledore just can't say bequeath whatever to him. That's where I'm like, okay, he's correct and stuff. Yeah. Again, Dumbledore is like, Hint, hint, hookers. Hint, hookers, yeah. The only other thing that I think would have been cool to have here is the whole open up the clothes thing. That they don't get into. It goes right into wedding. Yeah. The movies are just... I didn't mind this so much. I think, like, in order to cut things down, sure. I get it. I'm really glad that they didn't come in and be like, oh, you haven't met Bill Nye the Science Guy until this movie. Let's just make you, like, irrationally hate him until he dies two seconds later. Yeah. He does not have the time in the movies that he gets on the page. So I'm okay with that. This really is only seen other than that first thing where he's like, we're doomed, or whatever he says at the beginning (laughs) of the movie. Guess what? He gonna die in the next chapter. Ah, fine. No more Bill Nye the Science Guy. Sorry, guys. That one's gonna have to be ended swiftly. We'll find nicknames for other people. Now, this one, I do have quite a few points. Ooh. Plus five to everybody who gave him gifts. So, plus five to Molly, Arthur, Hagrid, Fred, George, Bill, Fleur, and the Delacours. Five individually to Mr. and Mrs. Yes, because they're amazing. They're awesome, too. Honestly, I could probably even give them more points. Um, Plus ten to Ginny and Dumble, because Ginny gives him an extra special Mm -hmm. And so does Dumble. (laughs) So, (laughs) both gave him boners. Plus twenty to Ron Hermione, as usual. Because not only did they give him gifts, but they also bitch slapped building out a science guy with sass. They sure did. Plus 30 to Harry. His birthday. His birthday. And he also got some A1 fucking sass. Yeah, that's right. And some of it wasn't even sass. It was just the best talk back that he could. And no surprise, negative 20 to building out a science guy for being a dick. 
for being just too fucking much. Yes, for being very inquisitorial. Like, bitch, give us our shit and go home. Right. We're not invited to the party. I'm sorry. You have overstayed your welcome. Like you said, every time you tell people what the contents of someone's will is, do you ask why? I would like to go to a will reading and be like, why did your Uncle Ben leave you that car? Why do you think... Why did your Uncle Mildred Ben leave you all these bags of rice? <laughs> right? Why do you think your Aunt Mildred left you Why did a quarter of her leave fortune? you this spider suit? Isn't that the name of Spider-Man's uncle? Uncle Ben? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm probably getting roasted by listeners right now. Isn't there another like notable Uncle Ben? Spider-Man? Everyone has an uncle named Ben. The Spider-Man's uncle? That's what I said, yeah. Oh, did you say Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Suit. Who else has a Spider-Suit? I'm sorry, my brain. Yeah, I that's I don't know. I haven't watched a Spider-Man movie. I mean, either. <laughs> in like, literal years. Next time, Next we time. will be discussing chapter eight, which is called It's Wedding Time the wedding. House. Time for some matrimonies. And then disaster. And then they gotta get the fuck out of there and go camping. It's time. I hope they went to Cabela's. <laughs> well, Hermione knows what's up, so. She has a Cabela's. She's got a like, Cabela's. Like, she's a frequent shopper. <laughs> Where you think she got that bag? Right? We'll talk to you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I ain't going to Cabela's for <laughs> shit. They Fuck hate that. me there. Basic Snitches is recorded and produced by Adam Bowers and Tara Corkery. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to rate us five stars on your listening app of choice and share us with all your other friends who love Harry Potter and getting drunk. Yes. Join our social media pages. Facebook, Instagram. I never update Twitter, but we have that. We do. Also email basicsnitches at gmail.com. We also now have a website, basicsnitches.com. And a Patreon, patreon.com slash basicsnitches. Join today and get exclusive content every week and be acknowledged in every single one of our episodes. Tarantalegra, dance bitch. I see you new friends who don't make me dance for nothing. Yeah, they ain't gonna come, honey. We out!